0: This is Shara Humphreys, and here we are, Photos with Sharita, podcast number two. Hi, Rita. Hi, Shara. All right. We're ready to charge into getting your digital photo life in order on episode number two, and we're going to talk about creating a photo hub, but... Uh, You know, we always like to take a little time to catch up with each other and find out what's going on and kind of in our photo life and what we've been doing. And certainly this week was a big week for photos because we had the eclipse. And so I want to just check in and make sure that you didn't burn your retinas. Did you have glasses? What did you do?
1: Well, being on the East Coast, we were not in... In Boston, we were not in the path where we saw a total eclipse. Um, and I forgot to get glasses. I know it sounds terrible because most of my family is in Oregon and that is one of the prime spots. Salem and Corvallis were very key places to see the total eclipse and the stories surrounding the chaos there. Um, it, it was crazy. But anyway, I made my own uh, pinhole camera and that was a big bust. Uh, so I, <laughs> That's now, all I have have to say about that.
0: <laughs> so I think everyone can just envision for a minute that Phil and I sat on the pat in a patio in our backyard in Atlanta, and uh, we watched the total the totality um, line Charleston live on my iPhone. So that was really hey. exciting. <laughs> uh, laughing only because I do think it was fascinating that we were in ninety seven percent totality, and yeah, that just. Cool it's just okay still, you know? I mean, you had to really go to the, those lines with those cities, Nashville and Charleston, and you know, like you said, Corallis. I mean, different parts really experienced right. the thing. We, we watched the Carbondale, Illinois, because Illinois is, uh, you know, where my family lives, and the clouds almost ruined the whole thing. So it was a lot of anti-climactic things um, for photos, but then I've seen just as many, just absolutely stunning, beautiful photos uh, about it. The, I just have a couple on my phone, which I'll transfer. And that was, I did, you know, the, the newscasters made me look down. That reminded me when I walked out and, hey, by the way, we didn't have glasses either. Um, and so I just, I kept my head down. Uh, <laughs> like, which way is the sun, fell, So I didn't burn myself. <laughs> but, but we looked down on the sidewalk, just from our front walk. And then on the driveway, it was really cool. The shadows yeah. that were cast. So I have a couple of really neat pictures like that. And then, um, you know, just been, busy working with client things. Last week, I picked up 14 magnetic albums and old albums that need to be scanned for one of my VIPs. I know you're swamped with work, but this podcast just makes it fun for us to reconnect and talk and find out what's going on. And whenever we have a problem, we can talk to each other and figure out the best way to solve it and if we've tried any new apps or, you know, things like that. But Eclipse was a pretty big deal this week, so I hope people captured some really special photos and then we're going to teach you how to get control of that, getting your digital photo life in order.
1: Well, and Mm -hmm. I want to, yeah, I I am, but I just want to touch on the whole glasses thing, which is a little funny because... um, once again, being the, the parent of a, a 19-year-old boy, uh, of course, I was paying attention to all the places that were recalling the bad glasses, and they were saying it is the boys between the age of 18 and 23 that will mostly disregard all the rules and you know, burn their retinas out. So I kept texting them things like, you know, make sure your glasses aren't from here and from there, and... So when I asked him about it, he actually ended up getting some glasses from my um, sister's mother-in-law. They were there in Corvallis, and that was fabulous. And he said, uh, yeah, I was looking around at my friends. I'm pretty sure they had all the bad glasses. And then he asks me, will they just wake up and not be able to see the next day? <laughs> <laughs> so I told him no. But anyway, it was just a funny glass yes. type of conversation. <laughs>
0: well, that's it. You do. We worry about everything, Mom. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a- It's it's permanent worry. I don't think that ever ends. So um, I think that none of my kids uh, damage their eyesight. Uh, I haven't checked with two of them, but thanks for reminding me. Okay, so let's get into this, how uh, your next step is to create uh, a photo hub. You already listened to podcast number one with Gather, and now we're going to jump into step two, which is to create a photo hub. All right, getting your digital photo life in order. That just sounds like happiness to me. Uh, because I know how many people are frustrated with where their photos are and where they're not and all the old things you've hidden in drawers and everything. So we're going to go to step two, create photo hub. So first, again, I'm going to read I'm just going to say things more than once. have to remember. You made an appointment with yourself to gather. You gathered everything together and you put them all in a box. And now I want to encourage you to make another appointment with yourself, right? I mean, yep. you've got to put this stuff on the calendar. This is why our procrastination has um, reached new levels of, you know, expertise and procrastinating. Believe me, I, I, I'm good at it. But not with photos because it's just the thing that I want to leave my family in order if anything happens. Um,
1: yeah, and I I, really I think about thinking that. Think about this time with yourself um, haircut appointment, nail appointment, doctor appointment, you put those on your calendar, you leave 15 minutes early to get there on time and you're there for the appointment and you're done. Do this, give yourself that same sort of, you know, priority in your life and put on your calendar and don't, you know, don't change it. Honor that.
0: Yeah. It's the honor, but I think we are the appointment. We cancel the easiest. So that's Mm -hmm. exactly right. Okay. So we suggested you get some um, cords and cables, maybe a card reader that was on the bonus from podcast number one. Mm-hmm. And you should have all those with you. And you can even print that bonus worksheet if you want to have that as your guide. And then here's your next step that's vital to creating a photo hub because that's what we want you to do and this is what the pros do is we want you to purchase an external hard drive it's usually a usb external hard drive there are firewire hard drives Uh, there's some different connectors depending on the computer you have but universally right now uh, an external hard drive is a usb connected hard drive and i like the i think it's 720 i'm not going to get into that just Get the top of the line that you can afford, right? And we'll give you a link in the show notes for recommended Windows, uh, external hard drive, and a Mac. So just buy one that matches your machine. And then here are the steps. You're going to plug in the external hard drive to your computer. Remember, I told you I, I'm good at stating the obvious. Uh, Rita, I know that sounds silly sometimes but people laugh, but... Sometimes they're like, okay, I got it. And then they don't know what to do and they don't even know. Like you have to plug that in, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone's laughing. Yeah. At all it, but I hope. So anything else about purchasing it other than what I just said? And then they're going to plug it in. We, we want you, If you're listening to the podcast and you're driving, these are just the steps that you'll be able to get in the show notes, but we're just going to walk you through. Yeah, I think the only,
1: the only thing I would add is if you were purchasing your external hard drive and you thought, well, what the heck, I'll get a couple of them. Maybe, you know, you have a gigantic collection. Um, Do not purchase the same brand name. The reason why is if there happens to be a bad lot of external hard drives, because they do fail. I think usually it's like a three to five year time frame that they have. Um, At least then both of your external hard drives would not fail at the same time. So once again, we'll have those links for those external hard drives in the show notes. But uh, that's just sort of an FYI to remember that.
0: Great tip. I I do exactly that. I think we actually learned that together maybe at a conference we were at Mm -hmm. a few years ago and I thought that's such a great tip. I always remember that too. So that external hard drive. And I said purchase one. I should say, obviously, if you have some of this equipment at home already, you've got a box you've never opened, you don't have to purchase one. Use that one. Just make sure it matches your computer operating system, Mac or Windows. Okay, you've plugged it in. Now we want you to create a master folder on this hard drive and just name it photos. I name mine photos s o o c which is straight out of the camera that photographers use that terminology, but just photos you can name it you know um master you know photo hub you can name it whatever you want but photos is a good one Uh, and i like that versus pictures by the way i will say this too pictures the pictures folder is a default folder that's on a mac or a windows computer and i don't like it as much i i don't like pictures even though i use it in everyday language but photos really tells me that this is where my image files reside and I guess pictures could too, but since the default, I want to I want to make it different than the one that comes with the computer. So, create a master folder, and then here again, here's Shara Queen of stating the obvious. You're going to plug in one device at a time. You're going to take that camera card, and you're going to plug it either in the slot on your computer, or you're going to plug it into that card reader, a USB drive. and put that camera card in, and we're going to go from the camera card to the external hard drive, and you're going to be moving these there. And it's really a copy. Believe it or not, we want you to copy them, not just move and delete until you get all done with this process. So you'll have them in two places, and that is really okay because, again, I'm going to say it's okay to have duplicates of pictures. I give permission for that. I know you don't want seven duplicates of the same photo. That's not what we're trying to do. but I want you to think about um, the fact that you're just going to get everything moved safely onto one hub before you delete anything on the devices that you have.
1: And I'm going to interject there that when you are plugging in the devices, you might be... um, wondering where, where to easily find them or see them, you might not have notifications always turned on on your um, computer. On both either Mac or PC, you have your main sort of spot where you go, which is finder or explorer. And on both of those, they have a uh, folder called devices. And that's where you'll see anything that you plug in, whether it's a USB or a card reader or that external hard drive, it's going to show up under those devices. And then that's where you can, that's where you'll know to take your next step from. That's what you click on to see the photos, et cetera. But that's where you will look to find where, where are those devices once you plug them in.
0: Love that. And as you say all that, I think, hello, I bet people would like to know, uh, you know, photo hub sounds great, but I'm a why person. Why, why do I have to do this? I'm a, i am I always push back and I don't like to follow rules and I like to do it my way. So I'm like, why do I have to do that? Well, I want to go back to why the pros do this, why photo organizers do this when Rita and I work with our VIP clients, why we create a photo hub. And our whole goal for you is that you create a place, a safe space in this external hard drive that is outside of any proprietary software. So if you're a Mac user, Apple Photos is on your computer, it comes with it, and that's where Apple wants you to manage your photos. And the the library is in the pictures folder and all of that. And I am a Mac user through and through, but it is not necessarily where I love for my pictures to reside. And if Apple, you know, now let's just, you know, banish this thought after I say it, would go out of business, how would we get our photos? And if your computer, you know, breaks, how do you get your photos out of there? So that's why we are a big fans of these external hard drives that are portable and you can plug in to different devices and see your photos and you own them and you're in control of your photos. It doesn't mean that later on down the road you won't use some different software for projects and uh, you know whatever kinds of things you wanna do with your photos and even storage, we'll talk about that someday on another podcast, but we want you to create a photo hub outside of proprietary software and that means all your jpegs and later there'll be he files Um, they're coming soon dot h-e-i-f what right rita is that correct yes yes it's
1: correct but no we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I know, but
0: I'm just saying it because if there's somebody really techy on there like, what, what about when JPEGs change, huh? huh? Yeah. What about that? I'm just saying we know that's coming and that wasn't meant to scare anyone. I'm just saying that no matter what the format of the photos, because there are TIFF, JPEG, there's PING, because mm-hmm. when you take a screenshot on iPhone, all of those formats that are images that you look at on your computer, we want you to put them all on your photo hub. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to tell you the why. So once you, I mean, you have to understand the why if you're kind of a little bit of a rebel like me and you're not a follower and all of that. I'm kind of shout out to Gretchen Rubin for her four uh, tendencies. (laughs) Okay, Uh, stop. I'm drifting. I'm going to tell you now. (laughs) You plugged in the device, you put the camera card in, and then before you start to move it, you're actually going to make a subfolder. And we like you to include the device name just because this will help you go back and double check your work and have a second container right there next to you. You know, it could be a shoebox or, you know, whatever. If you didn't buy two, it's okay. Everybody has containers at the house, a basket, something. But you're going to take that camera card, plug it in. And then you're going to name a folder and on our show notes, we have a bonus for you and it'll show you how we name our folders. I don't expect people to do this on a podcast, like write down how they name their folders. But the pros, that's us, we call this the core file structure. So you're going to create a core file structure on your photo hub. And we always, 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 if there's only one thing to remember, it's put the year first. So you can have a really nice sorting capability on any computer year first. Don't put words first. Put the year. And you can guesstimate the year. So if you plug it in and you go, oh, it's grandma's 80th birthday, and I don't remember what year, just guess. I mean, I'm okay if you put 2015 and later you find out it's 2014. Just put a year close, and then grandma's 80th birthday, and then you could put Fuji camera card. We are lovers of kind of long file names, folder and file names. And you'll, you'll hear us say that again. But it's on the bonus document. You'll make that folder, and then you'll take all the documents, all the image files that are on that camera card, and you're going to drag those into that folder. Time saver is to select Command A or Control A on your keyboard. Again, it's on the doc. So that's it. That's really it. And I'm going to let Rita, uh, you know, jump in with anything I forgot. But what I really want to say is you're going to do this with each device, with each CD, DVD, whatever you have that you found that you need to get those photos onto this photo hub. And I say rinse and repeat. Do it again and again until you get them all copied onto the external hard drive. And then, frankly, celebrate. I mean this is this is big deal. You created a brand new photo hub. <laughs> you copied all your photos from all your old devices. They're there. And I know you're already thinking, oh what about my computer and smartphone? That's not where we're at yet. We'll give you some tips on that. Right, Rita? Is yes. that I mean is it is it celebrate time after you've done all these old devices? It
1: It is, is. and I'm going to ask you a few questions, and I'm going to share a few things. So if we jump back just a couple steps, you told me to make a folder, and I'm going to ask you how and where. So for Windows, because as Cher and I told you, or Shara told you earlier, actually I think it was in Podcast One, I'm Windows, and she is Mac. So if you're wondering, that sounds lovely, but I didn't even know how to make that subfolder you you talked about. Go to where I told you before, go to the device area, click on that external hard drive. It's probably going to be some letter, G, H, I. It doesn't matter. You're going to see it there. And all you have to do for Windows is there's two spots, but you just right-click. It's going to say new. You're going to get a menu. It's going to say new. And then there's going to be um, an icon that says folder. Boom, right there. That easy. There's also an icon at the top of the page. It's yellow and it says folder, just like good old-fashioned manila folders that we're used to seeing. So that's how you create your folder. And as you want, if you want to create more of them, just repeat that action. Is it the same way on um, the Mac?
0: So in the very basics of computers, and I know that so many people listening, I think a computer or phone is just really an email device and you can search the Internet and you don't know any of the little tricks and tips. So we'll try to include a great link like an overview that someone has written not us I mean just just a good place to go to get kind of those um, keyboard shortcuts that maybe you've uh-huh. never learned or you have an assistant or an admin person who does all that for you but you don't want to tell them that you don't know where your photos are on your mm-hmm. computer and I've seen this because some of my clients are like this they own a company but they don't know how to make a folder that's okay uh, on the Mac you can actually just hit command shift n Command-Shift-N, and that's New Folder. And then uh, then uh, on the menu on the Finder up above on the top left, there's always Menu that you could pull down, use your mouse to pull down instead of a keyboard command. Um, I'm all about keyboard commands and shortcuts. But you can look under the File menu and find uh, your Create a New Folder, or uh, Edit, wait, file, File, New Folder. And then... You see a little folder icon, and then you can name it. So,
1: and I just want to say that that is the exact same shortcut for Windows. It's just Control Shift versus Command Shift N. Right.
0: So just and as as a Mac user, I used to laugh all the time because people go right click and in the Mac world for many, there's no right click. But if you, if you know this little trick, if you don't have a right click mouse or a magic mouse and you don't know what right click is, because that's kind of Windows lingo, if you hit control and then click. You hit that control button, not the command, then there's a right click. So those are little computer tricks, but we want to give you a link that'll help you kind of maneuver around there. I mean, here's the thing with Macs. I'm just going to say it. And and the Mac is shipped to be this thing of beauty that also is this thing of a lot of hidden secret places. They are so concerned about the aesthetics of the computer and it not looking cluttered that people don't know where their hard drive is. (laughs) They don't know where anything is because Mac ships by default with all of that stuff hidden. Names, the path, it's crazy. So we'll we'll divulge that in the show notes about how to make sure you you can see your hard drive, double click, open it and see what's in it. Drives me nuts. The first thing I do when I go to a client's house is I just um reveal all of that and they're so relieved because apple isn't going to volunteer that for you they think this thing of beauty should sit there and everybody knows how to use the mouse with you know double and triple touches and all these little things and there's a lot of computer people that don't know any of that and don't care about it and don't really want to learn wait that could be me Uh, (laughs) um I just like kind of the old-fashioned way they used to work. I know there are lots of neat things that they've upgraded, but they still ship with a lot of hidden things. And when you said those letters for uh, Windows computers, because I also help clients with Windows, <laughs> I laughed. You go, it could say E-G-I. Typically, <laughs> doesn't it still say C drive? Is that still the main drive on a Windows, or is that a well, new letter?
1: It is still C okay. drive. Is is your main, but depending upon how many... Other um, devices. devices that you might yes. have plugged in, or if you have a networked system, then it just it seems to assign a random letter. Got it. And so, yeah, and it's irrelevant. Yes.
0: Yeah, now it's, that you say that, I think of, I remember plugging in a flash drive and it said it was an iDrive. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's hard to navigate because, you know, when we think of our our physical desk, you can see the items that are on there. You might be a piler. I, I'm not talking about me. Okay, I am. Uh, and things are under it. But I know which pile my stuff is in. I, I, I'm a very detailed piler. I'm like, it's right under that. <laughs> you know, nobody else could find it, but I can. And then I have, you know, an admin person come in and clean it all up. And she, she, she just happened to say, you're such a piler. And I go, what's the point? I am. And then I'm fine with paying someone to come and, you know, neaten up my piles. But anyway, th- that's it. You, you, you look at your computer like you look at your physical desktop and you can't find anything and that's super frustrating. So we want you to kind of overcome that frustration. We want you to create this photo hub and know that you're Moving things from one device to another. So if you had two file folders, it would be like you're opening up the camera card file folder and they're, Oh, look, there's pictures inside. And then I take the pictures with my hands and I put them in a new file folder. It's a bigger fat PendaFlex folder. Um, millennials and young people won't even know what that meant when I said PendaFlex. Date me, date me. Um, so I, then I took those, full, those, that pile of photos and I put them in that big fat folder. Maybe it's an accordion file filter. I don't know. Whatever it is, you know, and I moved it to another container. That's what you're doing in creating your photo hub. You're just creating this one fabulous container for all your photos in one place. It's not that some of them are on the desktop and some are in emails and some are in Apple photos. And then I saw some on Google photos and all this. We're going to get you where they're all in one place. I think that, I mean, I get excited about that every time I do it with someone. it's just the best feeling to know that you've created a photo hub of all your images. So celebrate that and Rita, anything else about we've got the reminding them to go to the show notes and everything like that. But I I think it's do these things, rinse, repeat and celebrate that you did it.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And it is empowering by all means. And I think the only thing I want to add in there is just another little tip. When you're plugging in your devices, especially a camera card, Don't forget that when you plug it in, it's probably going to say like Canon or Nikon. It's going to have some numbers associated to it. Continue to click down until you find the DCIM folder. And as you start to become a pro in moving your photos from one location to another, you will see this folder DCIM quite often. And I don't know how many it stands for, but it's digital camera images. So it's, A pretty good acronym to know that's where your favorite photos are. Once you get to the DCIM folder, then that's where you're going to see all those images and they're going to come in like IMG or DSC123. And so I just wanted to reiterate where you'll find those when you plug in the card. Sometimes they're just not sitting right there in front of you like we'd like them to be. So you got to hunt for them a little bit.
0: Super useful. So it's subfolders. They're hidden Uh inside of other folders. There might be three or four folders. I know with my Canon, I can have some section some folders that are dated um, it just kind of creates yep. its own filing system that I didn't do and it, and people open it and they open folders and they're like there are no pictures in here did I delete them where are they and and everything but you do want to look for that root folder which hey thanks for that I didn't really ever know what that stood for I just knew that's where I wanted to go so <laughs> DCIM and I don't think that's a really friendly acronym frankly I, I have no idea digital camera blah, blah, blah. that it just seems unfriendly but Now, you know, and then our bonus to you on this podcast episode number two is we are going to give give you those links where you can find out where your photos are on your computer and on your phone but we wanted you to start with oldest to newest because the longer you wait to get those photos off of those camera cards and flash drives and other things, there's degrading, there's, there's you know, this equipment fails. Sometimes they're not readable. There's ways to recover data. Um, everyone has experienced some kind of computer crash or mechanical failure on this equipment. It's not if it will fail, it will fail. So we're going to keep teaching you about how to get that hub created, and then, you know, next episode will be uh, backup. But first start with the oldest and newest, and then you're going to get to your computer, that, that, you know, dreaded pictures folder, and other photos you have hiding. And then, of course, your phone. I mean, there are very few people. Even my mother, bless her heart, has a smartphone now. And that was a long time coming because she said this is her I don't think I'm smart enough for a smartphone, mm-hmm. which was half of a joke and half not because that's just silly. She has it. She's handling it well. She does still freak out a little bit when I tell her to look at something on her iPhone. But um, that's, you know, most people, the majority of people have a smartphone, and that's where your, your pictures are now. They're not yeah. on camera cards and that. So we go oldest to newest, and we'll give you a bonus on how to navigate depending on w- – windows or what phone you have. We're not going to ever try to do that on a podcast. That would make me crazy. Okay. If you have an iPhone, press this. If you have an Android, <laughs> press this. I mean, you realize this is, you know, you're just listening. This isn't visual. So anyway, that's why there's a bonus there. Go to show notes and, 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 uh, we've got that for you. Thank you so much for listening to Photos with Sharita podcast, episode number two remember to check out the show notes page at ppostudio.com. Let us know if you've kept your gather appointment with yourself, and now you need to set that appointment to create a family photo hub. Next up is episode number three with the all-important backup process we use with our own photos and our clients' photos. Remember, your photos and stories are your most precious legacy.